0: This is a Wild production Production Podcast. In 2009, a bunch of fans got together based on one man's idea, thinking that it would never reach the light of day. These fans then promptly started recording from their homes each week, bringing you the best of events Dungeons & Dragons 1st Edition has to offer. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can call in or email... Maybe they can answer your question. The Roll for Initiative Podcast. Hey folks, this is DM Vince here. Uh, We got another special insert coming your way. We dug deep inside the Blackstone's vault this week and we pulled out a review from uh, Blackstone about... Barrow Maze. Hope you enjoy. Blackstone's Vault Hello, and welcome to everyone for a new edition of Blackstone's Vault. I am your host, Blackstone, and in this episode, I am going to cover a rather unique, uh, mega dungeon that is called Barrow Maze and this version is Barrow Maze complete it was done by Greg Gillespie and it's written for the Labyrinth Lord rules but it could be easily modified for first edition AD&D and this version was published in 2014 and you can get it in various different ways either as a PDF or you could get it as a hardbound copy as I was saying this was originally published as two separate uh, supplements Barrow Maze 1 and Barrow Maze 2 and in 2014 Greg here basically uh, put the two together I think it maybe add a few things uh, some new artwork uh, particularly uh, the cover of it is done by former TSR artist Errol Otis and it is a beautifully put together book I have the hardbound copy myself I got last year and it is very well done very well done indeed and you can find this on uh, drive through RPG.com and you can either get the uh, zip file for $35 you can get the hardcover black and white book uh, for 75 or you could get both Uh, they have a special deal going on right now for eighty five dollars but let's get on to the adventure itself now this one's a rather unique setting it's very very small in its feeling as far as the setting is concerned the location is in the, the Duchy of Eric specifically in a village called Helix the Duchy itself is a very small hex map that you have inside the book. And there's various different parts of the duchy. There's the Barrowmore itself, where the Barrow Maze is. There's the Old Dwarf Bridge, the Moon Peaks, the Moorwash Wash River, the Blackened Forest, the Thorn's Wild Forest, and the Weirdwood, and a few other places. But it's just a real basic layout for... I guess you could call the wilderness portion of this adventure. You don't need a whole lot. You could, you can, plug and play this maybe into your own campaign if you want, or you could use it as is. Now, an important portion of this adventure, uh, Barrow Maze, is the uh, the religions, the various different faiths that are associated with this area and that comes into play later on because of how it involves the Barrow Maze. And I'll get that in a little bit but there's the different gods like Hiran the Hunter he's uh, also known as the Horned God, he's the god of swamps and forests, there's Sylvanas, God of Nature, Krom, God of Strength and Battle, uh, Saint Ig, God of Righteousness, and Cantrell, I believe I'm pronouncing this right. He's, this is the goddess of magic. And Perix is the god of decay, corruption, and pestilence. And then he have the last three, which are probably the most important, which falls into what's going on into the Barrow Maze. There's Set, god of serpents, death, and the underworld. There's Orcus, the god of the undead, death, and the underworld. And you see there's a little bit of, um, commonality there, and then there's Nurgle, god of death, undead in the underworld. What's going on is that there are three different factions within the Barrow Maze vying for control of the Barrow Maze, and they all follow these different gods, Set, Orcus, and Nurgle. Now, according to the mythology within this game world, Orcus and Set, Are brothers. They are the sons of Nurgle who was presumed dead, but there are still followers of Nurgle and Orcus and Set do not get along at all. So there's these three different factions of, of clerics and followers within the Barrow Maze vying for control of the Barrow Maze itself. Now why are they trying to get control of the Barrow Maze? The reason being is Within the Barrow Maze lies a tablet called the Tablet of Chaos. It is an evil artifact. And it is said within the legends of this area that whoever wields the Tablet of Chaos can raise an army of the undead. Now there are still some other settlements and towns in the area. Some minor just some very minor areas that you can go to one place called Bogtown, the other one called the iron god uh, iron gate and then there's helix itself and the village of helix is basically where your adventuring party that you have is going this is the jump off point of the whole adventure before you get into the barrow maze now that being said like most villages in some sort of campaign setting like this if this is your jumping off point your base of operations you have the different NPCs in different locations within the town uh, like for various uh, some of the various locations for example you have the village square itself you have a place called turgans trades goods which is a trade store you have a place called the axe in the anvil that's the smithy there's a mercenaries guild there's also a shrine to St. Igg, which is a, you know, a good-aligned god. Uh, there's a moneylender. There's the brazen strumpet, which is the the tam- tavern in town. There's also a gambling house called the Foul Pheasant. Uh, the Wizard Spire. So there's one wizard that lives here. and Might as well get into some of the NPCs. His name is... Uh, Mazaz the Magnificent. He's a bit of a uh, eccentric uh, magic user, if you will. And you have the mill, there's a Boyer Fletcher, and so on and so on. Uh, But you have different uh, you have the different NPCs within here. Like there's Bolo, who's the owner and barkeep of the Brazen Strumpet. And there's some basic stats with him and uh, one paragraph about about bolo a stout warrior in his youth the barrel chested bolo retired from an adventuring from open to open the brazen strumpet after he took an arrow to his knee bolo is an honest and fair dealing man he has a he is a loud and ready laugh he fears Alister, the village idiot he feeds alistair the village idiot for free praise the Hearn and supports the local shrine and so on and so on so there's a lot of different NPCs in here uh, some of these NPCs as you can probably guess are not exactly what if you meet them they're not exactly what they appear to be but the biggest thing at also along with the NPCs is trying to get the start of Campaign There's a few adventure hooks that you could get them involved with your your, uh, adventuring party, Uh, and there's also a random rumors table Uh, going with like just one of the uh, adventure hooks. Mazaz the Magnificent, an old local wizard in Helix, is looking to hire a party of adventurers to recover historical and arcane lore from the Barrow Maze. He's interested in learning more about the people who constructed the Barrow Mounds for research purposes. So that's one way you can get the adventures in. Um, Another way is the rumors table. And it's laid out real simply. Uh, You basically can roll randomly, d20. And uh, the various rumors are either true or false. Uh, Say, for example, a true one here is, is said that the twisted, mutated people live in Barrow Maze. That's a true one. A false uh, one to the Barrow Maze is all the entrances to the Barrow Maze are trapped, and so on and so on. So that's the village of Helix and a little bit about the duchy that it's in. Now let's get into a little bit about the Barrow Maze itself. And the Barrow Maze itself is really unique in the fact that when uh, Mr. Gillespie created this it's basically all one level it's all laid out in one level there's no multiple multiple level uh, uh, maps it's all one level and I think I probably said that enough to understand that how it's laid out but the interesting thing because it's all one level is all the different entrances that you can get to all the different barrows that you can get access to, to get to various different areas of, of the barrel maze itself. Now, Mr. Gillespie did a really good job of giving some tips to the DM on running the barrel maze, like about random monsters, uh, the how to restock the dungeon, the barrel alcoves inside the uh, barrel maze, uh, dealing with bricked-up walls. How you can, how they could be broken through uh, light sight and time within the barrel mazes stuck doors partial collapses and so on one of the more important things is when a cleric tries to turn undead in the barrel maze it's not necessarily very easy there's a special table in here that the DM must reference if there is a cleric trying to turn any undead in this in this adventure and let me tell you it's very undead heavy now I'll go briefly in some of the the new things that you can find in the Barrow Maze. This this adventure is chock full of new magic items and very and some very minor ones. You know, just give a little bonuses here and there. For example, uh, you have these uh, death masks that you can fight, and they're made of different metals. Uh, if you find the one that's made out of gold, uh, if it's plus two to hit and plus two to damage, to whoever wears it. The thing is, usually it's found on something that's it's found on like an, a skeleton or a zombie or something like that. So that skeleton or zombie is getting a plus two to hit and plus two to the damage while well, it has this funeral mask on. Uh, you also have these different scarabs, like brooches that you can find, and they they have various ma- uh, magical abilities. You also have kind of going into a Egyptian motif here, along with the scarabs is canopic jars. If you're not familiar with canopic jars in the Egyptian mythology, uh, canopic jars generally held the remains and organs of those who are buried. And these canopic jars there's a breakdown of like what the jar contains and what the medical value is, the medicinal value. For example, the jar contains the stomach, it can be used to, I guess, to create a neutralized poison uh, potion. And that's just a few of the uh, unique magic items that you can find in here. Uh, a few other magic items that you can find, along with the Tablet of Chaos, if you can find it. Uh, there's also the Amulet, an Amulet of Magic Resistance, Armbands of Healing. These are magical armbands which give an uh, additional hit points per healing spell or potion received you have what is known as the Aspergillum of Palantis. And this is a magical mace. It's plus three mace. And was uh, wielded by the uh, Paladin Palantis. And this is one of these unique magic items you can find within the Barrow Maze. Hopefully it can help you when if you find the Tablet of Chaos to maybe destroy it. There's also a Oil of Piercing. Uh, You can get a plus one bonus to normal weapons and a plus one to magical weapons for six rounds. Uh, Ring of Free Movement. uh, Pig Face Bassinet. It's a magical helm usable by fighters, paladins, and rangers. It provides a plus one bonus to armor class and provides the wearer with the same benefits as a necklace of adaptation upon command. So, interesting, unique magic item there. And there's... Many, many more. You know, more than I can uh, list in this uh, in this review. I guess going on with the idea of the magical items that you can find. There's new spells that you can find on scrolls or maybe in spell books in, in the uh, Barrow Maze. There's one called uh, Animate Statue. There's also one called Baltron's Effusive Blood Boil basically makes your blood boil and you take damage. Uh, there's also a continual flame and basically it produces a flame equivalent to a torch. There's also an Ool's Broiling Exhalation. This is a magic user spell. It's basically an enhanced version of Burning Hands. So, by means of this spell, a gout of searing magical flame issues forth from the caster's mouth. And basically, you, you look like you're, you're like breathing fire like a, da- a dragon, and you can hit a single target for about four points of damage. It's And one unique uh, thing about this spell, it's very uh, effective against undead. I guess it does an additional three hit points of damage to undead. So some more um, unique things along you know these spells that you can find, and there are many others. Now going into the Barrow Maze, like I said, there's various different factions that are involved with the Barrow Maze, like the the uh, the ones the followers of Set, known as the Necromancers of Set, the acolytes of Orcus. There's also mongrel men. There's gargoyles. There's Griselda, the ghastly gourmet there's Voltrix and the Barrow Harpies and there's also known as the Keeper of the Tablet and the Keeper of the Tablet is very unique I don't want to give it away but there's various factions again that are within the Barrow Maze now that the Barrow Maze getting into it there's the various different mounds in this area that you can get into it some some of these mounds are just self-contained uh, burial mounds, some of them have already been plundered, some of them have not uh, so there are various examples of different mounds that have been either you know, plundered, they're st- or they're sealed, or they're empty and there's various, in the various mounds, if they're um, if they're sealed and been, the seals have been broken there's basically a, a mini dungeon maybe three, four uh, rooms within this mound for the for the burial of that person and you can f- find plenty of undead <laughs> as I've said um, and maybe some uh, other magic items and treasure. and just to give you an idea of basically how ran, now I't say how random it is but how rich and full this area is there's 70 mounds that your adventuring parties can go to and they might not and they probably won't know which one will lead into the Barrow Maze itself now what about monsters in the Barrow Maze Uh, yes there's actually plenty of new monsters near the back of the book Uh, there's a Barrow Ghost there's the Barrow Abomination which is kind of a what they what is described as a physical manifestation of Nurgle's chaos energy and the corruptive power of the tablet of chaos. Upon disturbing its rest, a barrel abomination will draw itself from piles of bones and skulls until it resembles a roughly humanoid shape approximately eight feet tall. So it's like a conglomeration of bones that are put together. And they, well, obviously attack you. (laughs) There's a, 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 one version of a pudding called the Brown Pudding. Uh, there's also a monster called Black Tentacles. And there's some that are actually not necessarily new, but uh, they've been added. If you're familiar with AD&D, you also have the uh, Cloaker, uh, Coffer Corpse. There's also the Grell, if you remember that from uh, Fiendfolio, but it's called something else. It's called the Serapod in here because they don't want to have copyright infringement if you understand my, what I'm saying. Uh, there's Death Knights, Crypt Knights. Yes, the Crypt thing is in here too. Uh, and various other monsters that are beyond <laughs> the the extent of this review. Suffice to say, for an adventure of this caliber. There's plenty of new monsters that will keep your adventurers on their toes. And this this is a great thing. Most veteran players have seen the same sorts of monsters over and over again. And there's plenty of new ones in here that they just don't know about and will keep them guessing how to defeat them. Now that's pretty much the review of the Barrow Maze Complete by Greg Gillespie. Now, far as I can tell, there's nothing terrible about this mega dungeon module at all. I love it all. It's so unique. It's a nice breath of fresh air, if I could say, onto the uh, onto the OSR forefront. And it kind of, but in a way, it kind of harkens back to. Uh, when we were playing, when we were younger, some of us, uh, showing my age here, and it has that feel, that definite old school feel, and there's a sense of newness about it, and it really is very well put together. Uh, it's organized very well. Uh, the The adventure itself will definitely keep the the your party on their toes. Uh, The only thing I could say that maybe is not so good is there is a lot of treasure in here as far as, like, uh, coinage, uh, but that could be easily rectified. And as I said, you can find this on DriveThruRPG, either as a PDF or a black-and-white bound copy with the wonderful cover by uh, Errol Otis, or you can get both together. And that will be all for now. So... Hopefully you'll enjoy this review. I hope you go out and get it. I hope to run it very, very soon. So thank you all for listening, and may all your hits be crits. The Roll for Initiative podcast is a production of Wild Games Productions. You can visit us at rfipodcast.com or contact us on our forums at osrgaming.org or even call us at 570-865-4210. This podcast was produced for entertainment purposes only. All other uses are prohibited. Remember, if your magic missile spell doesn't automatically hit, you're playing the wrong edition. Thanks for listening and see you next time on Roll for Initiative.